All right. Check, check. You good? Uh, I guess so. Looks like it. All right. So, uh, we're back. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. We took took a little break, and then <laughs> it turned into a bigger break. And uh, I don't know if I'm being honest. I didn't necessarily feel like coming back today, but we're back. Right. We're back. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> so... Um, I don't know. What what have you been up to in this this time away? A lot. Good I mean, answer. It, good it, answer. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's been a lot. It's, it's busy. The summer is busy. Mm, yeah. Leia's home. New things going on at work. Church groups, just all sorts of stuff, and it seems to all take place in the summer. Yeah. I'm ready for school to start back. Yes, Jesus. I'm ready for... Uh, now, that's really the big one. <sighs> but anyway, so I guess we will go ahead and get into today's topic. Uh, so, you know, we started a series right before we left you guys for two weeks um, about <laughs> maintaining intimacy. Um, I mean, we're specifically talking in the context of marriage, um, but, you know, maintaining intimacy in all sorts of different situations and scenarios. So um, last episode, last time around, we talked about uh, the importance of dating your spouse as mm-hmm. a as a means to keep up or maintain that intimacy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, now that we've done that, we're, we're going into a bunch of different topics. Um, today's topic, I feel, may be the biggest one, um, which is why it was so tricky to tackle, like, first mm-hmm. But uh, today we're talking about maintaining intimacy uh, in your finances. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't want you to talk a little bit about like why this was an important topic to you. Um, well, um, I feel like every I mean, every couple does deal with it one way or another, whether um, it's a happy time or a not so happy time. Yeah. So I think it's just important to, you know, know how to still love your spouse and still feel close to them even when you're talking about things that are not super exciting or things that are stressful to you so. yeah yeah i mean i think finances are in like the top three causes of divorce mm. right and so and i guess to be clear this conversation is not a how to get your finances in order conversation um but it is more of a Again, understanding that finances is one of those things that that leads to big fights and arguments. It's one of those mm-hmm. areas where our differences will show up a lot quicker than anywhere else. Yeah. Right. And so this conversation is more about, OK, even as we find our differences and um, how we view money and everything that comes with it, how do we maintain that sense of closeness with our spouse and not just want to like bite each other's heads off and Mm -hmm. not cause this to be, or not allow this to become a source of division in our relationship. Right. Um, well, yeah, I I guess we'll, we'll just get right into it then. (laughs) So, um, I don't know, I guess, Finances may be like the one area that I don't know if I should say the one. Maybe that's a weird way to phrase it, so I won't say it that way. Um, 
I think when it comes to like all the areas we can we can kind of go through on a day-to-day basis and feel like okay got this one checked off got this one checked off Mm -hmm. finances seems to be that one right up there with parenting where it's like okay there's still things that we need to tweak like Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like I've been thrown for a loop today (laughs) you know um so when we first got together or first got married what were some of the ways that became apparent to you what became apparent um just how difficult navigating the financial realm was okay sorry i'm so tired say that again so you said when <laughs> yeah like well, maybe when maybe that's not apparent? a good question to ask maybe that's not a good opening question <laughs> so the first thing right right but um oh. all right so take two so Again, finance is one of those areas where you start to see differences really quickly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll, we'll start it on a fun note. <laughs> so what were some of the differences that you realized earlier on when it came to us and how we thought about finances? Mm. Um, so I was... I don't know if this is accurate, but that <laughs> it wasn't that long ago, but that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was more used to doing a budget and I pressed budget meetings. Um, I don't know if that's one. I feel like that was later. That was, I the think beginning. that was later. I don't think that was at the beginning. I don't remember. We, to be completely honest at the beginning, um, Things were different. Like our expenses were different. Yeah. So our income was less than it is, much less than it is now, which is crazy. But our expenses were really low. Yeah. And y'all, please excuse me, but I am so tired that uh, my nighttime voice has crept in. So I'm trying to fight it and I have no water. <laughs> I usually have water in here that I never drink. And now the night that I actually need it. So you guys just pretend like we're on the quiet storm. But anyway, <laughs> so I um, and I'm trying to keep from yawning, too. That's why I'm not so loud for whatever reason, which I'm sure some nerd that's listening. And I'm not saying that in a derogatory way, but some some very intelligent person listening <laughs> knows why. And I know the science, but I can't think of the explanation. Like when you open your mouth too much, if you're really tired. Mm-hmm. Like somehow your body is because I feel a yawn coming on fighting to get more air. I don't know. Anyways, whatever. The point is, I'm trying not to yawn. So that's why I'm not like super energetic. And then also like the more energy I'm using, I feel like my voice is going. Um, But anyway, so at the beginning, I think that we were both on the, well, we got money and we're married train. Yeah. Um, so I think that the differences didn't show up later because of that. Mm-hmm. Once our expenses changed, that's when it showed up. Um, so um, the budget was definitely one thing. I did not realize. I didn't realize how. Um, what's a nice word? I didn't realize how. Um, focused I was on the money. Mm, yeah um and definitely in some unhealthy ways mm. but now that we've tweaked things a bit and we're i mean it's not 
it's not all the way there. I have my days, but um, I'm definitely a lot better than I was. Mm -hmm. And I realized that money just for me meant security Mm -hmm. um, for reasons and not even like in a gold digger type way. But um, I've been homeless before. And so just it's almost like PTSD, like just thinking, oh, no, we're one paycheck away from like, you know, right. And so it just, I kind of take myself there sometimes and mm-hmm. I have to reel myself back in like, okay, calm down. You're going to be fine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that one big difference was the budget thing. Sorry, the long answer to your short question. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. Um, I, I agree that. My throat hurts, by the way. Like, I can tell that I'm really tired. My mm-hmm. throat's hurting and my voice is going. I'm sorry. So we're going we're gonna to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember, like you said, early on, you know, I don't know that we really came across any differences because what I what I do know about us even to this day mm-hmm. is our spending styles are very similar, mm-hmm. right? Like we both can be emotional spenders. Yeah, uh, we both can run up a check really quickly. Yeah, on seemingly minuscule things, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, you might go to online at target right and it's like all right, i need some soap i need some dish whatever i need facial scrub yeah. whatever right and it <laughs> somehow it ends up being like 150 dollars. you'd be like how did that happen bro i right. don't be spending 150 dollars on face it was man. just i'm just it's an amalgamation of things right it's, it's all it's all of those um, household items right me on the other hand well earlier on my thing was like sneakers and yes. What I would do is I would trick myself into believing because I was getting things for a discounted price that I was somehow spending less money. Get them, Quay. But it's it's, it's not a discount if you buy three of the same item. No, it's not. And actually. you spend as much as the one big. A discount would be free. That that's a well, discount well, if you no, didn't spend anything at all. That's not technically a discount. <laughs> but I know. <laughs> My dad used to say that to us, and I um, used to be like. What? But, but I didn't yeah. get nothing. <laughs> right. But no, like, you know, I think we both kind of have, because <laughs> when we got married, Old Navy was the thing, right? Was it? It was, yes, for you. It, it was? was? Yes. It was like Old Navy is having Y'all, a sale. my memory. Right. It was oh, Old Navy is having a sale, so I got I got oh, yeah. to get these things That sounds about right, but I don't remember. And it was like every week Old Navy was having a sale. And I'm like, well, yes. Last week it was jeans. This week it's tops. Next week it'll be flip flops, but we can't buy everything every time it's on sale. Right. Right. But my point is we both are that way mm-hmm. in whatever different areas. Right. Yeah. Like my new kick has been comic books for like the last three weeks. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's fun because comic books are like three ninety nine a piece. Mm-hmm. Right. But then all of a sudden it's like, OK, well, I got to buy this one and then this story connects to this story and then if I don't buy it now it won't be on the shelves next week because next mm-hmm. week the new story comes out and next thing you know you spent $60 in a month on comic books right? is that a true story? no not quite not quite but I was talking I was, talk, I was talking about this with a co-worker earlier today close though <laughs> so says the uh, bank, is, bank account statements I was talking about that <laughs> Because I was talking about the new series that are coming out, uh-huh. right? And so it's like there's one, there's two main series that are like mini series right now, uh-huh. and they're going to be six epi- six issues each, right? So that's twelve books mm-hmm. over the course of six weeks, and then they lead into six separate 
stories, mm-hmm. like different stories about the X Men. Why did you put your mic over there? Over where? I can't see your face. Like my mic isn't been there. No, your mic was over there before. That was at least three like podcast I literally. Ago. Well, maybe that's child. You know, I'm tired. <laughs> too. I don't know. It's all good. But anyway, I'm just like I can barely see him. <laughs> what well, we're I'm on a tangent. There's no need to talk about all these X Men. There issues. really is not. But I was just letting you get it out. It's very easy <laughs> for us both to be like, "Oh, this is inexpensive. Right. Let me buy a million of them." Yeah. Right. So, and like you said, that was not an issue when you know money was flowing. Right. Like you said, we had less money coming in. But Our expenses were very different. We had right. We had way less expenses. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a nine year old that ate like a fifteen year old boy. And mm-hmm. it's true. And she has so much energy. We didn't have a car payment. We didn't have any of that. Rent was less. Everything was less. And they all were, shot up at the same time. Times were good. Times, those, those were good times. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you know, so it wasn't until, you know, and this is kind of the case in life, right? Like, you yeah. don't really know what someone's made of until the pressure's on. Right. Right. And so... When our expenses grew, uh, when we went through times where we we didn't have, right? Like, mm-hmm. you lost a job, I lost a job. Yeah. There was almost a two-year period where we were a one-income household just mm-hmm. between both of us losing jobs. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you go through those tough times, that's when, you know, whatever's inside you is going to come out. Yeah. And what we found was there was a lot Roses of... Roses and lilies and dandelions and sunflowers (laughs) but no so (laughs) what we realized again in that time was our spending was way worse of a problem Mm. than we thought it was oh my god you know like we would those receipts all the time sealed like we would like court records we would go over the bank statement and it was like we spent eight million dollars on Bojangles this month, and it was crazy because <laughs> I'm sorry, it should not be funny. It's not okay. I'm trying to be serious, but I'm sure that God got a good laugh too. We would have like these budget meetings, like okay, so we need to put a thousand dollars in savings. We did do da da da. We went through the Dave Ramsey thing. We'll talk about that, but anyway, mm-hmm. I'm sure plenty of you have as well or have heard about it, but. We would go through this thing like all the time, like, where's the money going? And we need to da da da. And so once we got, I don't know if we had the mobile app then. Which mobile app? For, for our Bank of America. I'm sure we had it. We probably just didn't look at it like that. Yeah. So at some point, though, like it'll categorize like your spending. Oh, yeah. No, and that's show real. you. Yeah. So that, I mean, but that's not what in the past year. There have been other apps that have done it, but I think the Bank of America app, like categorizing your spending is maybe in the last year. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like we had something before that, though, where we could see because I remember us having a conversation Mm -hmm. and it was like we ate savings. Yeah. Like or whatever. And it was really we're not going to give any numbers because that would just that'd be wild. You, you, right. Every wild. This isn't. The, yeah. This isn't wild love. This is. This is real love. So we just. So we, 
gonna keep it together. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to have another PTSD moment. Let's just say we ate a lot of food. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. I mean, just to give y'all a terrible example. I don't know if you remember this. This was. This had to be like 2014. Mm-hmm. But there was like a week where I went to uh, Popeyes and got like whatever Bruh, and then the Popeyes big box. All oh my God. Like it was at least three times that week, and like it. We didn't cook anything. And so, you know, I've I've realized there's um, a lady that I work with. Um, every time that we're in the... Now, we're only in the office twice a week now. But when we were in the office, um, for those of you that don't know, I work from home. But when we were in the office um, five days a week, she would eat breakfast and lunch. And she would get snacks every single day from the calf. And I'm like that that's a lot like people do that so So i'm not this is not to downplay like what we've done Mm -hmm. but i don't want anyone to think like if you're only well i'm only eating out you know whatever Mm -hmm. it's not just about okay i'm only eating out these times what could you be doing with that money or um, well that's pretty much it um you know savings or you know planning for your future whatever the case may be um, because we dealt with that too. Like we don't eat out as much as other people. Like we not talk about other people. We talking about you. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and again, this isn't necessarily the how to get your finances in order. No, it's not. But we go all over the place, and y'all know that. So right. let's not even pretend like y'all don't know. If you've been listening for a while, you know. Okay. Right. So but, I don't even know why we have to keep doing this every time. But just to remind y'all. And just in case we have some new family members, hey, y'all, we do this every episode, okay? She, she found her energy. So to bring it back, I really haven't, though. Oh, uh, to bring I'm, it back, though, what were you saying? I really haven't, but <laughs> but to bring it back, um, yeah, we're talking about maintaining that intimacy in your finances. So. Right. Because, I mean, it's all well and good. We were eating good. We were having fun, right? Like, I was buying Jordans and purses and whatever else. Purses for her, Jesus. not for me. Right, but we were spending money. There was a good point in time where I was buying myself a pair of sneakers and I was buying our daughter a pair of matching sneakers at least twice a month, if not more. Right. Yeah. So any of y'all that know look, Quay over there with his calculator, like, what in the blessed of shit? Yeah. (laughs) And I mean that was was spending spending. That was back when she was in preschool sizes. So like preschool sizes were only like fifty five. No, or they thirty five. No, they were fifty-five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was a nice. It was it was cool. You tried it. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, the crazy stuff. But anyway, my point is, you know, when the money's flowing, when everything's all good, you know, who's mad? I'm not mad. Right. The bills are paid. Yeah. Right. Like there is the appearance of money in the bank account. Mm-hmm. Right. Like whatever. Yeah. But once things got stretched thin. We realized how much of our habits were bad habits. And then we realized the only way to really get out of this period was to communicate about it. And that was when the difficulty came. Because we hadn't been practicing those things before. Right. So when it came down to it and it was like, oh, we have to talk to each other about money now. Right. We found some really ugly things like, well, I just want to spend my money like I've been spending my money and I want you to mind your business. (laughs) <laughs> and it was <laughs> and it wasn't I mean let's keep it real it uh, wasn't even like we didn't like each other mm-hmm. or we were saying that in like a and I don't like you no way 
it was just those were things that were inside of us that we were used to doing being single and then having money even when we got married and not having anyone holding us responsible not even ourselves or each other right and so um that's just kind of that was the response right um and i don't know if we'll well that may be too much but (laughs) i mean all of that was a result of other things that were going on yeah the spending and all that so i don't know how much we're gonna get into that because that could be long and i'm tired so Right. But, uh, and so what I was going to get to was our differences didn't necessarily come with how we viewed money. Well, to an extent they did. Yeah. But the bigger difference was how we communicate about money. Mm-hmm. How do we like to be communicated to when it comes to money? Yeah. Um, what are our general thoughts and attitudes toward money? Mm-hmm. Right. Like you alluded to earlier, for you, money um, represents a sense of security. Yeah. So the more money we have just sitting and chilling untouched, you know, the better off you feel. Mm-hmm. Right. And for me, I kind of view money as, OK, money comes, money goes. Right. Sure. If, the, if the money's gone, I'll go get more money. Right. And maybe that uh, is a small bit of hubris or arrogance. Right. But it's just I don't know. I grew up in in an environment where money was hard to come by, Mm. but nothing bad ever happened to us. Right. Like except ignoring bill collector calls. So, you know, like you said, you have you've had an experience with homelessness. I've never experienced that. And. That could just be the strength of my mother, right? Like, I don't know how close we ever were to that. We could have been dangerously close. But me as the kid just didn't know that. Now, to be clear, the homelessness that I experienced was not in my parents' home. Right, right. So I moved out and did not know how to handle money, didn't know how to. And this was all my fault, to be completely honest with you. And I know everyone's story is different as far as homelessness is concerned, Mm -hmm. but mine was a very clear, like, I mean, from the age of 14, probably 13, Mm -hmm. my dad took me to a bank, taught me what interest and all that stuff was and different types of bank accounts and had me watching different videos and we had conversations, Mm -hmm. showed me how to balance a checkbook. Like I knew how to do that at 15, um, like better than a lot of adults that I knew. So it wasn't that I didn't have the tools. I just ignored them. Um, But there were other things going on like emotionally, which again, I don't know if we're going to get into, but where it was just easier in the moment or so I thought for me to just ignore that and just spend what I had. I felt like I had freedom at that point. Like, Oh good. I don't have to save anymore because I'm not in mommy and daddy's house. I can buy that this or that or whatever, but not remembering Okay, but you've got to, you have to save because you're on your own now. You don't have daddy's bank account to fall back on at this moment, which technically I did. That's a whole other podcast. I just had pride. And so I didn't want to go back and tell daddy that I screwed everything up and I needed some help. Right. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I had never been in like a dire situation like that to give me a perspective of, okay, I never want to go through that again. Yeah. Right. Um, those came later. <laughs> okay. But, and they uh, were not in short supply. Right. Like, they really ain't were. that terrible? Like, they came back to back, too. I was like, God they, hates us. It, <laughs> was, it, was, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. But, yeah. So, you know, like I said, the biggest um, 
challenges came, you know, once money wasn't this renewable resource that we thought it was, this yeah. unending supply. Right. Okay, how do we communicate our differences? How do we get past our differences? And how do we stop making each other the enemy? Mm-hmm. Right? Because like we said from the beginning, money is one of those things that has the potential to divide you quicker than just about anything else. Yeah. Right? Maybe the the one thing I feel like that trumps it is just like spiritual incompatibility. Yeah. Right. But right after that is money and how you feel about money. Mm-hmm. Right. And after that may be like how you feel about her mama. Not playing. <laughs> but no. By so, the way, I love your mom. <laughs> right. I love yours too. I was just trying to make a joke. We really are lucky. We have great um, family members. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So, <laughs> Forgive me because we outlined this conversation, but not really. So I've been looking at this sheet of paper with they our know. questions. Like they know, babe. like how am I going to work these in? They know. Because we. What's have- funny is I don't listen to the podcast like super often because they're long. Yeah. But I'm sure for the people that have like been listening in order, whatever they like, here they go again. I know. Right. <laughs> Just get it together. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. So yeah, so I do want to zero in on those differences that we found out we had when it comes to money mm-hmm. and how we've overcome them. Um, and again, this is all in the context of maintaining a sense of closeness mm-hmm. all throughout this journey that you guys are having, right? Cause the two shall become one sounds all well and good until they have to become one bank account. Okay. Then it's like, say that oh, what? No. Hold up. we can become one in other areas, right? But like, not with my check. You spent how much at Sephora? No. Absolutely. Oh, to where? No. What? Absolutely not. I'm sorry. Jordan's I, for what? Walmart sells shoes? I just got paid. How is mm-hmm. there no money? Exactly. All of those things. Mm-hmm. Right. Every then. last one of them. Because you could have one person that's like, oh, I'm good just getting um, something at Old Navy. And another person's like, I only shop at Express and Buckle. And, so, and for those of you that do not know what buckle is you don't need to know but <laughs> their jeans are really really expensive um that's their specialty i used to work there um and they are at minimum like 100 120 dollars a pop i remember when i could fit express <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry let's not that's gonna be a whole nother podcast because i'm on a diet right now by the way oh so y'all I literally just want to eat this microphone. Like I'm so hungry. That that's pro. That was a that happened on a show. Did it? It was some. It wasn't a real. I know what you're talking about. It was I probably know. cake or something. It was clearly was, but I don't know if it was Sesame Street or what it was. But Either way, the point is that's a whole nother podcast. Anyway, sorry, but yeah. <sighs> so, all right. So maintaining intimacy. <laughs> they know though, but they know <laughs> in your finances. I think. <laughs> Again, it's important because money is really just an indicator, right? Like money is one of those things that just tells you where you are, right? The Bible says, what does it say? The Bible says in Matthew 6 and 21. What are you talking about right now? Is that a movie? No, no, it's an actual Bible verse. I but thought it, you were quoting. Oh no, I wasn't. No, no just you do scripture. it all the time, and so then when I say like, "Oh, is that a movie?" and you look at me like I'm crazy, I'm like, "What? You do this all the time?" Right, right. No, so <laughs> Jesus put it in Matthew chapter six, verse twenty-one. He says, "For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also." 
right? Mm-hmm. And of course, us Americans decide that treasure means money and nothing else. But of course, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, a whole other podcast. But no, I mean it's true. Like the things that you place value on show where your heart is. Yeah. Right. And so for us, we put a lot of value on money, and the way we spend that money is an indicator of the condition of our hearts. And again, like I said, Ashley and I both have our bouts or our our our. Um, our turns as emotional spenders and what we found is okay if i'm spending money just too much whether it's going out to eat whether it's going to the comic book shop whether it's buying a pair of sneakers like that we didn't talk about it's probably because there's something else going on right and so one of the first things you have to do is really address the heart of what's going on as opposed to looking at it like you spent my money What's wrong with you? Hmm. Don't spend my money no more. Oh, my. <laughs> I don't know. So what What were some things that you feel like helped you with that? Or what? when did you kind of realize that for the first time and start to shift your mindset about how we were going to talk about money? When did I start to realize what? Realize that, you know, us spending the money isn't the problem, but the motivation for spending it is. Um. Yesterday? No. <laughs> Um, y'all I'm so tired and so low on calories say the question one more time (laughs) I'm so sorry go ahead so money and how you spend it is Mm -hmm. an indicator of the condition of your heart yes right correct so one of us may go out and spend some money unnecessarily whether it's oh i went to wendy's and there was food at the house right or right, right. whatever right mm-hmm. when did it become less oh you spent money and more hey is everything okay what's going mm, on gotcha um oh man wow it was it was a sunny day it was september i think no but anyway <laughs> um <laughs> um Everything hit the fan at once. So this was, was it the second? No. Is it, yeah, the second year or second year? So 2015? Depends on which story you're telling. But it all was the same. I know. So I think that was the first year still. Like the was tail it? end of the first year. Was it? Uh, it was like the end of 2014, if I, if I remember correctly. Anyway, the point is. If we're telling was, the same story. Yeah, I don't know if we are. But, um, so... Did we already talk about this, or do you want to go into it? Depends on what you want into. Capital I'm messing one? with you. Yes, you you did allude to it in an earlier episode. Do you want to? That's fine. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you. No, I'm just I saying to give to. them the backstory. All right. So the year is <laughs> the year of our Lord 2014. <laughs> Ow, my throat. Right. <laughs> and um, we went through a really stressful situation, and we we've did. talked about this a couple of times. Yeah. But you know, long story short. Um, we got married. I had this 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 plan, this vision, this dream, whatever you want to call it, that we were going to move um, mm-hmm. from our hometowns to a new city, start a new life, and I was going to be a super husband, mm-hmm. right? Like that was that was the goal, right? And that was funny enough at the beginning of when our finances started to kind of just spin out of control, yeah, right. So we went through a series of events ending with um, your car just like completely dying out Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right and so to make the long story short 
the money that I thought was going to hold us for a little bit had to go into we're buying a new car and yeah. now we have a car payment yeah. and now this move can't happen because mm-hmm. the funds aren't in place mm-hmm. right and it was then because I don't think I had been crazy emotional up until that point but just that experience just kind of crushed my spirits mm-hmm. right and so what ended up happening right was um and I don't know if this had all happened at once, but to make a long story short, I had applied for a Capital One credit card and gotten approved and started buying stuff. Now, it started out, the car was supposed to just be for like gas and just credit building in general, right? <laughs> and um, it turned out that, what was it? I just bought sneakers mm-hmm. like weekly. Yeah. Bi-weekly, however often I wanted to, yeah. right? Just spending money. And I don't even remember how that all like kind of came to light. But it was just like, hey, <clears throat> I don't know when this happened. I but think something came in the mail. Maybe. I think something came in the mail and you would normally check the mail. Uh-huh. But I somehow got it. Mm. And I was like... So we have a credit card and I didn't know. I didn't even uh, open it. Uh-huh. Um I was like we have a credit card and then you made this face and I always know. Uh-huh. I always and I just looked at you like uh hello? Do we have a credit card? <laughs> <laughs> and so we had to have the conversation. Right. Um and so it was that was the first Hmm. That was the first situation that I was presented with where I had to make a decision. And initially, I didn't make the right one. (laughs) (laughs) I was just mad at you. And I was just like, how could you? You a terrible person. Oh, my God. Right. And um, (laughs) it was (laughs) and it was just really bad. Um, But after it was, mm, I would say a few months after once I let go of, I don't know what you would call it, just. Hmm wanting to be the victim and wanting to be uh, hurt and wanting to be right. Mm. Um, yeah. Once I let go of that and just allow God to work on me, which I know that sounds crazy and I'm not at all preaching like females, no matter what your man do, you should just, just like, sit back and take the abuse. Absolutely not. Absolutely. That's what a good woman does. Absolutely. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No. It's horrible. But no, and you know, just, for me in that situation, I think that was the first time I had been faced with, you have a problem, right? Like, and I mean, we talk about like drug addicts and, you know, all sorts of other people like they're the scum of the earth. Right. But that was when I realized, okay, what I'm doing is no better than what they do Mm -hmm. in that regard. Right. Um, And I also was kind of like, taken aback like because when i finally stopped and looked at all the damage i'm like dang like i really ran up a check quickly like i there's there were some sneakers i didn't even remember buying and there were some that i did not even have any intention of wearing it was like at one point it was just the thrill of winning an ebay auction it was literally all it was wow right like and so when i really had to like kind of go back and think and like just sit with myself Mm -hmm. right it was like I had felt so defeated 
um, through whatever other situations we had going on with the yeah. job hunt and with not moving and yeah. all that. It was like, I just wanted to feel like I won something. Mm. And so it was like anytime a new pair of sneakers came in the mail and I wasn't wearing them nowhere but to work. Right. right. And there wasn't sneaker heads at my job. Sure. <laughs> it was <laughs> just, hey, I got these J's on. Ain't nobody know what like, these are. What are those? But I got them. Right. And occasionally you might walk in the mall and people might be looking like, oh, snap, he got these on. But how often do I go to the mall? Right. <laughs> but no. So it was like, but it was just that feeling of getting a win somehow. And, yeah. you know, we all deal with our emotions in different ways. You know, we're both emotional spenders. Funny enough, we both can be emotional eaters as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people smoke. Some people drink. Some people do other things. Right. Why? Why? When there's hogging dollars, butter pecan. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. And this is why I'm on a diet. But go ahead. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so the biggest thing that we had to realize when it came to our finances was that this was not a money issue. This wasn't an issue of the wallet. It was an issue of the heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so once we were able to understand mm-hmm. that, we could have different conversations. The conversation yeah. wasn't, why did you spend $38? over here the conversation was hey are you okay like you don't usually Mm -hmm. spend money like this right what's going on you're right what's going on yeah right and so understanding our habits and patterns became an entryway into you know us learning each other better yeah us opening a line of communication yeah right and there's a couple things that had to take place for that to happen one you know we talked about this I don't remember which episode this was. We were talking about just having a safe space, mm-hmm. right? Like our marriage being a safety zone. Um, so there, there's nothing that she can say to me that's like, all right, I'm done with you. I, I cannot do you anymore, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and vice versa, yeah, right? And so we have that safety, that security in that, okay, this is my wife. This is my husband. And it's us mm-hmm. against whatever the problem is in this moment. Right. Um, and once we were able to do that, we were able to attack a lot more problems. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our finances definitely did better as a result. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Did you have anything to add before we move on? You know, that was good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah, so money can be divisive. I put money is just a thermometer. It's true. Money just tells what's going on. Money doesn't necessarily change anything mm-hmm. about what's happening, which is why there's people that win the lottery and still end up broke and or do crazy things with their money. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. as they say, it makes you more of who you are. Yeah. Right. So when it comes to, like, just kind of starting out building that intimacy, I feel like, you know, we have the benefit of having known each other for a long time, which does not mean we know a lot more about each other than anyone else but we have this level of comfort with each other Mm -hmm. that makes these conversations easier yeah um but going back to like when we're just starting out or if there's another young couple just starting out what questions would you think they should ask to kind of build that intimacy and get to know each other from the standpoint of the finances um asking questions like how do you feel about saving money and how much do you think is enough to save? Mm-hmm. Um, how much is enough to, you know, make every month? Mm-hmm. Um, how many credit cards do you have? How do you feel about having credit cards? Mm-hmm. 
or just, you know, loans or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, <clears throat> and what are your financial goals for the future? And do you know how you're going to get there? Or are you not really concerned about it right now? Mm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think those are good questions. I had questions I had written down. It was, was what does money mean to you? Mm-hmm. Like, is it security? Is it just something that you have or don't have? Yeah. Are you a better person if you have more of it or whatever? Yeah. How much money is enough, like you said? And what are your goals? What are your goals with your money? Um, what are our, What should our goals be together with money? I think those are good questions to start out with mm-hmm. because, again, the person's answer to questions about money it's not even about the money really, but it just tells you where their heart is, where their values yeah. are. Yeah. And it'll expose some things where y'all may not be in agreement. Mm-hmm. Right. And then for those, you can refer back to that, uh, that conflict resolution episode we did yes. back in the day. Um, so things that worked for us when it came to bridging the gap between us and our finances and each other. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, maybe we can start out with the things that didn't work. Maybe that's a better thing, mm-hmm. right? So what did not work for us um, was these long budget meetings. Yeah. Right? Like, this marriage is a business. We're going to handle every dollar on paper today, mm-hmm. right? And obviously budgeting is incredibly important if you have any sort of plans with money. Uh, we talked about a couple episodes ago, um, entrepreneurship, Right. So I run a business. I have to run the finances of my business and we have to run the finances of our household pretty tightly as well. Or that puts other things in jeopardy. Mm -hmm. So I'm not at all saying that we you shouldn't have budget meetings. But what didn't work for us was this this long, drawn out. Here's the spreadsheet. Here's every dollar. Is that dollar amount right? I don't think we should spend that dollar amount. Mm -hmm. Right. Like those meetings didn't work for us. What worked instead was what I have called future building meetings, mm-hmm. right? Like, what are our goals? What are we trying to accomplish in the next few months? Um, what are situations that we don't want to see happen, right? We alluded to not having money, right? I mean, yeah. we can get all the way real, right? There were times where we've seen eviction notices mm-hmm. a couple more times than I'd like to admit. Yes. Um, you woke up on your birthday one year without a car yeah right <laughs> sorry i'm sorry god has been so good i can laugh about it now <laughs> right right but that was horrible i was like uh it was crazy because i was about to walk leia to the bus stop or well drive her to the bus stop <laughs> no i would but uh, i was about to drive her to the bus stop and um i went outside and i was looking for the car and it dawned on me like it was it wasn't immediate but it was almost immediate and so Leia was like where's our car and I was like I'm not sure but I don't want to spend too much time looking for it because we got to make sure you get to the bus stop let's just go I said we need the fresh air and whatever and to this day she has no idea like you know in the moment I was just like I have to protect not lie but protect Mm. her because I don't want her to feel like I mean for some people they're like oh you're not supposed to do that but for people that know Leia, like she just, she really cares about people. Yeah. And so, and she gets overly concerned sometimes. And so I did not want to stress her out. And so I was just like, we're going to go walk. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, da, da, da. And I don't even know what we told her after that. We had to go pick up the car, but. 
I don't think she was with us when we picked up the car. That's I don't think she was either. I just remember you called me and you were like, Where's the car? And I was like in the parking lot where I parked it, right over by what whatever little landmark. And, and you were like, like it's, no, it's not, not there. And I was like, Well, you sure you didn't park it somewhere else? Like what and are I you talking about? I remember and I believe I said I think they took the car. And I'm and like, I who think took you're the like, car? No, they didn't. Or you're like I don't know if you said who, but I, you may have. And then I was like, no, I think the bank took the car. And you were like, what? No. Like, they wouldn't know. Right. And it was this whole thing because we had just had a payment arrangement with the bank. And somebody didn't communicate with somebody else. Yes. And so whatever. We were behind, what was it, one payment or something? I don't know. But anyway, we woke up with no car. Well, right. I woke up with a car. I drove to work in it. And her car was gone the whole time and I didn't even realize it. Exactly. <laughs> on our birthday of all days. Right. And I was just like, this is the worst day. Right. But um we got the car back, praise God. Apparently only one in ten cars that are repossessed ever make it back to the owner. That's what the man told us at the tow yard. I don't want to discourage anyone that maybe Well, sorry. <clears throat> so You are the one. You can be the one in ten. Oh my gosh. Praise God. <laughs> But, oh my God. so anyway um, i don't even know how we got oh but yeah so what are situations that we don't want to replicate right and so what are some things we can put into place that will change that right mm-hmm. so if we know our bank account is never getting lower than this specific amount yeah then we know that any emergency we may come across like a missed car payment can easily be made up with that amount that's in savings yeah. right so Little things, right? Okay. I have a question. Yeah. I heard someone say the other day, and I honestly... I heard I haven't David had, say it or something. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I haven't had time to really think it through, uh-huh. but I do think that it needs to be addressed because a few people agreed with the person that said it. Okay. So someone at my job, um, I don't even know what the conversation was, but I just overheard the guy say, well, I mean, you can't take the money with you. So what are you saving it for? And they were like, exactly. Right, right, right. I spend my money now. Right. And I was like, chill. I mean, and what's crazy is all of these people have kids. That's wild. So like, oh, my word. Y'all ever bought an EpiPen before? (laughs) Oh, oh my God. Listen. um, Oh, my God. But no. The Bible mm-hmm. says that a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Yeah. Right? If I'm going to find that real quick. I can't. It's in Proverbs somewhere, I think. Yeah, I don't I'm know. Gonna, but anyway. I'm going to find. You go ahead and do that. No, but, it's for them. Okay. But um, you can't leave an inheritance for your kids if you owe people money or if you don't keep your money. Right? It's not about you taking it with you when you're gone. One, that is a selfish way to look at things, especially when you have kids. Right. But mm-hmm. it's about setting your family up um, and even, you know, less selfish than your family. Right. How many times have we stopped by someone or passed by someone on the side of the road mm-hmm. who was in need? Maybe they needed money. Maybe they needed a beer to get them through the next few hours emotionally. I don't know what they needed. Maybe not the beer, honey. I'm, well, I'm saying what they thought they needed. Okay. But my point is people have their needs. Right. And, you know, if we're so wrapped up in, oh, I got to spend this for me, whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. We can't help those people. We can't impact those people. Right. Right. 
Um, or even if it's like a family member or a close friend that's like, girl, I just lost my job right. and I do not have rent. And you just bought out at Express or whatever. No, right. full well, you don't need those clothes. You're probably not going to wear them. Right. But you did it. And because that's your philosophy for life. Just ball out, girl. Right. And so now you can't help someone. There's times um, where I feel bad. Like I may have just run through the car wash and I pass by somebody on the street and I'm like, dang, I look like I'm balling, but I don't have any money to give him. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, by the way, it is Proverbs 13:22 that talks about um, a good person leaving an inheritance for um, their children's children. But gotcha. um, then also, what was I going to say? Um, oh, everything that we do and everything that we have is not up to us to decide what we do with it, including our children and our money. Yeah. If we call ourselves believers, that belongs to God, all of it. Right. So when you make your check, wherever you are, I don't care if it's Bojangles, you like only work three days this week. That's great. But that mm. money doesn't belong to you. You right. should be consulting God on how you should be spending it. Now, obviously, if you have bills, you need to make sure that you pay those after you give God, not the church. It is God that you're paying the 10 percent. Um, we're not going to get into that right now, but that is biblical. But moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, after you do that and pay your bills and whatever, because, I mean, we got bills, too. We know mm-hmm. um, you should consult God on how you should allocate the rest of those funds. Now, yeah. if you see that. I don't have nothing else in the bank after I pay my bills, you know, besides maybe $200 or something like that. We would encourage you to save something yeah. um, because emergencies do come they do, and it's a horrible thing to be caught out there when an emergency comes because it is coming. That's also a Bible verse. Anyway, talks about you will have, what, what is it in this life? You have trouble trials and tribulations. Yeah. Anyway, but I'm going to find that too. Uh, but basically it's promised to us in this life. We are going to have trouble. I don't know how you don't know from day to day how that trouble is going to come. But if it comes in the form of a financial, um, what do you call it, baby? Hardship. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you're prepared as much as you can be. Um, so yeah, sorry. Do you have something? Um, no, we're just, we're just talking about things that, um, worked for us when yeah. it comes to again maintaining the closeness yeah. because again finances is one of those things that can divide us mm-hmm. for real for real right. because if I'm like alright babe we gotta lock down we gotta buckle down and we can't spend any more money this week and then you go to Starbucks and it's like I bought a $6 coffee so mm-hmm. okay, I, we're gonna, we have to have some words now right? because you're going against the plan Um. so yeah I think just to Cause I'm getting really tired, but, um, so yeah, having for us, having a different type of conversation, Mm -hmm. it was the same conversation. We were still talking about money, Mm -hmm. but it was okay. So what, what are your goals? What do you want to do with this money? What are we saving for, Mm -hmm. um, type thing. And then once we could see that money build and it was exciting or once we could see the numbers in the budget, it was okay. Wow. We can do this or we can't. Let's move some things around. Right. What do we not need right now? What can we um, give up or save for later so we can get this thing? Right. Um, for example, we are saving up for um, your computer, right. which is coming next weekend. Right. Um, and so there were things that we had to put on hold, not give up completely, but put on hold so that you could do that because that was a, you know, a thousand some odd dollar <laughs> 
um, thing that we were saving up for. Right. Um, but having those times, I think that it's really important. So the takeaway for this one would be to um, when you're having your budget meeting, look at what are we saving for? What are our goals instead of what do we have? What do we not have? How can we get some more money? Right. Uh, because that's going to you're going to have to answer that question. But it's just kind of how you get there that makes the difference. Right. Do you want to take the bumpy, rocky road mm. or do you want to go on the paved road? Um, and I think the paved would be looking at, OK, so what are our goals? Let's say if you don't have kids and you're planning for that and you're like, OK, well, how much is daycare going to cost? And, you know, does she need vitamins right now while she's planning or, mm-hmm. you know, just getting excited about those things? Yeah. Um, that's a lot better than just going, well, we ain't got the money to do it. Like, you know? Right. And again, I think one of my one of my issues earlier on is that, you know, I've always been enterprising. And so I've had this idea that I can earn my way out of any situation. Mm -hmm. Right. Whether it's going out and Ubering or working in sales or my business that I run, whatever it is. Right. And and so I was never earlier on. I was not looking at it like, okay. What are our goals? What are we trying to do? It was like you said. Okay, what do we got? Oh, we got $50. We need to have $300. Let me go make 250 right quick. Mm-hmm. And it was such a short-term mindset and mentality. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just doesn't work. It's not sustainable. Right. And you work yourself crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Now, like you said, with us just deciding to save for things, it's amazing what comes together when you start to actually put your resources toward it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, like in our church, right? I mean, pay tithes every week. People pay tithes every week. But I'm starting to see in certain areas where we're actually spending the money in the church, right? The, uh, we got new chairs. We got new video equipment, new sound equipment. Things look and sound and feel better, right? And I feel like internally it motivates me. Like, okay, yeah, man, let's give to this. Let's we see God moving, right? right. <laughs> you know, but um, you know, without that movement, sometimes it can feel like, okay, what am I doing this for? Mm-hmm. You know, so if I'm not putting my money in a specific account, watching that account grow, then it's like, okay, what am I starving myself for? Mm-hmm. I'm not starving, but I'm not eating fast food, right? Mm-hmm. What am I not eating ice cream for? I want to have some fun, right? Mm-hmm. But putting your money in those buckets. Is really helpful, um, especially for that, like I said, that future building, that world building Mm -hmm. that you want to do in a marriage and in a relationship. Yeah. Um, So I think that another thing that helps out is not starting that meeting when you're tired or hungry. Um, I would suggest that you guys take a nap before. And I know that sounds crazy, but if you're really tired, um, even if you're not a person like me who gets really grumpy, when I'm sleepy, I think that it's just really beneficial, even if it's something quick, like 45 minutes. Yeah. Just take some time. Um, you can do it apart if that's something that you guys agree on, as long as you're not upset with each other. Right. If you just want to, if one person's like, I want to read, and the other was like, I'm going to go take a nap or whatever, mm-hmm. then do that. But have some downtime before the meeting to clear your head, to relax. Um, sometimes Brandon listens to records. Sometimes I'm just on Spotify or whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. do that. When you come together, um, everybody knows that food brings people together, but you want to make sure it's the right food. So I know it sounds crazy, but um, stuff like pizza rolls and pasta and all that is not a good idea because it's going to make you sleepy. 
Right. Um, and you're not going to be as focused. And if you have not been having budget meetings, the first one, maybe a couple of hours because you have be terrible. Right. So you want to make sure that you have good food, but healthy food. Mm. It's going to make you feel better. Yeah. Who wants to be gassy and be mad? Like that's not right. All fat and sassy. <laughs> <laughs> right. So let's just, I mean, celery sticks, bring your ranch. Um, if you want to do like some crescent rolls or something with it, so you can have some starches or some carbs, but heavier on the healthy food is a good yeah. idea. And I mean, just overall, right? Like rewarding yourself. Yeah. Um, I think for whatever reason, the word budget just has become a bad word. When I hear the word budget, I hear punishment for spending money is what I mm-hmm. hear. Right. But understanding that budgeting is y'all just deciding where your money's going to go. Exactly. Right. And you can decide to have fun with your money. Right. We've been planning birthday parties and trips and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Right. Like all that's in our budget. Date mm-hmm. nights in our budget. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, little spending money is in our budget. So she's got a purse in our budget. I got comic books in the budget. Right. Like it's yeah. all there. Mm-hmm. Right. And what we had to decide was, OK, in order to accommodate these things that we want, Something's got to give. Yeah. So maybe we can't eat it. Maybe we can't eat out every day. Maybe right. we got to sacrifice eating out. But if that means you get a computer or more records or jewelry, whatever, then cool. Because those were the things that were important to you at the time. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, rewarding yourself during the budget meeting, you know, with out your allocation of resources. But then also, you know, y'all together, y'all have fun. There's fun things to do after budget meetings. Uh, anyways, so <laughs> no, but <laughs> I mean, we're talking about intimacy, right? But, no, I was actually going to piggyback off of that and say that's a really good idea. And I think that it's something that should be um, don't focus too much on it because you might not finish the budget meeting. But right. I'm saying <laughs> I'm not speaking from experience. Of course not. But anyway, <laughs> but anyways, but seriously, make it playful um, and exciting and fun. Um, so flirt with each other. You guys are married, you know, and make it like a, you know, okay, well, let's let's be nice. And if you feel nice, then, you know, later on, we could just, you know, hang All out right. and read. And read. <laughs> yeah. Um, the word of God. We're tiptoeing this line. So. I don't know if the kids are in the room. We forgot to do the disclaimer. We didn't do the disclaimer, but. So, y'all you know, get we're the talking about. now. Yes, you get the point. So. But seriously, um, it's it's scientifically proven to be a stress releasing activity for everyone included, which should just be the husband and the wife, right. to be clear. <laughs> um, okay, no. <laughs> right. But anyway, so seriously, um, try those things. Focus on what your goals are. Um, bring healthy snacks. Balance it with some good carbohydrates. Um, protein, yeah. yeah. If you want to do like some steak on the side or whatever, mm-hmm. cheese and crackers, that's fine. Um, plenty of water, and then you know, reward yourself in the end for having a successful um, budget meeting. So those were mine. Could you think of anything else, or can you think of anything else that like things that worked for us? Yeah, or things that they should try, or um, you know, whatever. Try, you know, <laughs> something that we did when we were dating that I'm very happy that we did was we went through the Dave Ramsey class. Yeah. We didn't apply it for years later. We surely did not. But we went through <laughs> the class and it was really eye opening 
um, I guess the section that always sticks out to me is the whole nerds versus free spirits mm-hmm. conversation, right? Which is talking about, like we just said, the budget meeting. Yeah, You know, there's going to be one person that is really analytical, wants to look at all the numbers. There's another person that's like, Psh, whatever, it's our money, let's have fun with it. Let's see if they can guess as if we can hear them. <laughs> Who's who? Who's who? <laughs> um, if you guessed Ashley, you're as right, what? depending on the day. <laughs> as what? As the nerd. <laughs> And if you I guessed me, <laughs> you were also right, depending on the day. Like honestly, I would say it's it's ninety and ten. So ninety percent of the time, <laughs> I am the nerd, uh-huh. and ten percent of the time, I am the free spirit. So same for you, I think. Ninety percent of the time, you're the free spirit. Ten percent of the time, but when I say free spirit, I don't, I don't, I can be derogatory depending on how you're using it it's not like he's just like i don't care what's happening it's just for me it's either on or off yeah like if we have if we got it to spend i'm spending and if we don't have it to spend everyone in the house is eating ramen noodles and broccoli until i say otherwise and i'm a very hard person to live with in those situations y'all you got really quiet you because you over there lying like you making it sound like you just so scary i didn't say i was scary (laughs) i'm just saying like when it and it's been okay i would say in the past yes you Mm. were difficult to live with we've had conversations at this point where we've been very real with each other and i'll just be like hey i know we only got 30 dollars this week but it's wednesday and we get paid on friday breathe we have food everything's fine and so you i think you identify that because i can see it on your face and you'll just kind of retreat to take your moment like in your office and Mm. do whatever work work helps him and i don't know if others are like that i am not like that with money Uh. when it's like family issues or personal stuff or spiritual stuff or whatever I clean Mm. and that's me thinking through it or whatever. And I'll be praying through it while I'm cleaning. Mm. He's that way when it's um, anything Mm. Um, you, which is a great thing. um, But he goes and he finds something to do to be productive Mm. because I think that for you and correct me if I'm wrong, but it can feel like, okay, this one thing is off, but let me make sure something is like, yeah, right. And Um, you know, it was detrimental back in the day because the something that would be on would be my spending habits. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it, that is true. I I do like to be productive. Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes I can't be productive. Like I can't work on my business because I can't look at a computer screen for another three hours. Yeah. So I just clean my room or clean the kitchen instead. Yeah. Right. Like those are, I don't know how we got on this subject. I don't know either. But anyway, so but, yeah. So ninety ten, I'm the nerd. Um, and he's more relaxed. Right. Right. Um, so, yeah, what worked? The Dave Ramsey class definitely worked for Absolutely. us. Just helping us to explore our differences financially, learn how to communicate a little bit better, mm-hmm. um, and just make budgeting fun, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, for a recommendation for you guys out there, um, I would recommend listening to the Total Money Makeover on Audible. Um, if you do not have an audible subscription um it's an audiobook every month i think they actually give you two 
with your prescription for $15 a month. Um, and if you go to reallovepodcast.com slash audible, you will get your first month and your first book for free. So do that um, and download Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover. My throat really hurts. Are we almost done? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we, we got to the resources. Great. Um, yeah, <laughs> so... Total Money Makeover, really just about anything Dave Ramsey's ever done, which there's a ridiculous amount of it on uh, on the Internet. He's <laughs> there's like the podcast. He's got three episodes a day. It's a lot. But, yeah, so those are my tips. Those are those are the uh, resources that I'd recommend. Um, so have future building meetings. Understand that you guys are a team. Work on this together. Yeah. You guys are using money to attack your issues in the world and um you're using money to build the lifestyle that you want and do what god has has for you to do with it exactly in proverbs 22 7 says the rich rule over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender so that's one thing to keep in mind when you're doing these um or working through your budget if you have debt that's something that you want to get out of because you don't want that I don't know that that's well I guess because I'm the nerd that would make sense but I'm I quote this all the time and it really like when I heard it for the first time it it stayed with me for a while mm-hmm. um well obviously but it it stayed with me I didn't need to say for a while for but any stop it <laughs> but anyway um it's very important that you see debt as the bad guy because it is and that doesn't mean that if you have to get a car loan because you can't pay it outright that you're a terrible person that's not what i'm saying what you don't want to do is get comfortable in your debt well everybody has it it's not a big deal like no get out of it as quickly as you can um because you are quote unquote slave to the lender, you have you are obligated mm-hmm. to pay them back those funds that you could be using to help pay for your son's college or to have a girl's trip or to bless somebody um, mm-hmm. with a used car or a new car or whatever. Whatever. You can't do that because that money is tied up um, with because you're owing someone um I can't get it together, but it's, because no, you owe somebody else. Right. Like, you know, I don't know if there's anything that illustrates that scripture better than an IRS garnishment letter. Mm-hmm. You ever got one of those? And they're like, hey, starting this day, we're taking this amount out of your paycheck because we said so. Yeah. Right. You are slave to the lender. That's wild. But um, anyway, mm-hmm. not speaking from experience at all. Um, I don't even think that actually happened. I think we got the letter, but it didn't. Happen. We got the letter. It didn't happen, but right. it's because still it was has. an issue with basically the I had set up payments, um, student loan payments, mm-hmm. and they swore up and down that I didn't. I had everything documented, so I called them right. like, "Yeah, no, you need to correct this with the IRS because I definitely called y'all and I set this up, and y'all didn't do the stuff right, and they fixed it." So it we is. didn't actually get the, it didn't go through, but that letter is very scary. That's a scary letter. It really is because you work hard for your money. Come on. So hard for Stop. money. Stop. I knew you were going to do that. Anyways, okay. the point is, yeah. Oh, and did you have anything else to add? Debt is cheap. Debt is whack. Okay. Um, <laughs> anything else? No, no. So, yeah. I mean, we were talking about uh, debt being the bad guy. Your spouse is not the bad guy. Yeah. You're right. And so, again, re- 
remember that you guys are a team working together to build this life together. And when you together, when you don't allow debt to come between you guys, money problems to come between you guys, you have that much more to work with Mm -hmm. Um, because that's a huge issue in marriages. So, I mean, I can say there's been times where we've been dead broke, but we've been very happy together and times where we had plenty of money and we're also happy together. Right. So that should not determine how close you are with your partner. So um, Philippians 4, 6 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. That's the NIV version. The NLT says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. So in closing, before you start your budget meeting and once it has ended, before playtime, pray together. Yeah. I'm being for real. Yeah. Pray together. Bring it to God and pour your heart out. You're talking to your father, your savior, the creator of the universe, the one that delights in your existence. Come right. to him with whatever your concerns are, but thank him for where you are. Even if it's the account is negative $300, we have been there. Yep. Yes, we have. Yep. Thank him and that you are negative four because I got to buy something so we can eat like that's where we've been. Yes. <laughs> but still thank him that you have a job. If you don't have a job, thank him for your health. If you feel like, well, my health is horrible. Thank him for your life. Thank him that you are sitting somewhere that's not on the street. I'm assuming if you're li- listening to this podcast um, and because it could be so much worse. It could. Um, and I know you guys have seen that illustration on Facebook where each person that's in whatever situation is complaining about their thing. And the next person has it worse. And oh, yeah. that I person's complaining. I wish I had a bike. Right. And that per- I wish I had a bike. I, I wish, wish I, I had shoes. I wish I could walk. I, yeah, wish, I wish I had feet. Right. Or whatever it was. <laughs> all those things. But um, anyway, the focus is just do all of those things. But before and after your meeting, make sure that you pray, pray and thank God for a productive meeting mm. and ask him to give you wisdom on how to make it even more productive and fun and engaging and intimate the next go round. Um, but definitely bathe it in prayer before you start. You do not, especially if you're already anxious or you don't feel like doing it or you're Mm. upset or whatever bring it to god and don't pray like you're talking to your spouse because you're not talking to them you're not okay so don't don't be petty y'all know what i'm talking about (laughs) and lord help her to stop spending all this money like she's you're not talking to her don't do that don't don't be disrespectful don't jab at each other no 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 that's not okay and the only person that is trying to make you think it's okay is Satan. Don't do that. Don't give in to that. Right. Just take it to God and let him take control. Right. And, I mean, this is going to be a theme. If it, I mean, it's already a theme of the podcast. But, yeah. you know, you're not going to have intimacy with each other without first having intimacy with God. Amen. Right. There yeah. are so many of our differences that were only worked out when we decided to dive into God's word together yes. and understand what God had to say about money. Yeah. Cause all of a sudden what I have to say about money is a lot less important. Right. Right. Yeah. I can't spend all my money cause God said to leave it inheritance. Yeah. Right. I shouldn't be in debt cause God said I'm the slave to the lender. Right. Yeah. All of those things help to inform both of our opinions about money And that's how we were able to find this common ground 
and also see behind our money habits to really get to the heart of each other. Um, But again, so none of that would have happened. We're not going to maintain and continue to maintain this sense of intimacy that we do have without first having a very intimate relationship with God. And that's how it goes that way for finances, for parenting, and for every other aspect of our marriage. And um, I think that's a good note to leave on. Yes, I agree. Next week, we're going to talk about how to maintain intimacy um, in your career when you are trying to climb that corporate ladder or you're an entrepreneur or whatever it may be. You guys are busy here, there and everywhere. How do you stay close Mm -hmm. when everything's everywhere? We're going to talk about it. All right. Well, until then, where can they find us? They can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> Always forget y'all. We are hard. also on iTunes. So please live, leave us, leave us, leave us an honest rating and review. Um, you can also find us at reallovepodcast.com yep. and get access to all the other episodes that we've done. Yeah. I'm still, I'm new at this, guys. I know. I'm still trying to figure it out. And you can also email us, right? real love podcast at gmail.com and please email us i don't know if we're getting emails i feel like we're We've not not been getting very yeah many so emails. y'all not talking i'm not sure why y'all not talking because i see some of y'all at church and y'all be like oh my gosh and i listen da, 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 da. whatever ideas you have send it to us yeah hit us encouragement up. correction whatever if you like mm, maybe y'all right. should have said this or this scripture would have been better oh, let man. us know we should hit start a segment remember the end of uh the magic school bus where that kid no, would call tell you in. No, right now. Well, at the end of every episode of the Magic School Bus, there's a kid that would call in and talk about all the things that were scientifically incorrect in that episode. Actually, yes, I remember. Mm-hmm. We should get one of those people for this podcast. That'd be great. Except none of our stuff is incorrect because I said so. Moving on. So email us with whatever you have. Um, criticism, encouragement, ideas um, for new episodes, whatever you've got, please send it and we will respond in love to every single one. To every single one. We love you guys so much. (laughs) It has been a long time, but it's been a long time since we've been back. So we've enjoyed it and we hope you did too. We love you so much and come back next week. All right. We'll see y'all. Bye. Peace.